Welcome to another episode of the Saga Podcast. I'm Zach. I'm Al. Here we are again. Uh, yeah, once again. Uh, this week we're going to be talking about all the depressing shit that happened in the news. So In the last two weeks. Yeah. We took a week off. If you don't like crying, uh, you know, tune out now. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to create a new emotion called laugh crying. Yeah. That's that's the, what we're going for. Like, <laughs> look, ever, apparently everyone in this country already has depression. Like, so you've got the sad part down. You've got the crying part down. Now we're going to make you laugh, too. <laughs> Embrace it. <laughs> yeah. And then we're going to create a pharmaceutical brand and we're going to somehow sell this to you with medicine. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be accepted by mainstream insurance in no time. Yep. And Multi-billion have- dollar industry. Yeah, and you'll have to pay more than it's worth with a high deductible (laughs) to have it as an included service. We'll cost grandmothers everywhere another $7. (laughs) Yep. Well, speaking of crazy ideas, Kanye was in the White House. Oh, my goodness. If you haven't gone to YouTube and then watched the entire 21-minute, 22-minute clip of Kanye talking to the president, you should really check that out. I don't care uh, what side of the fence you're on. You should definitely watch it. It's it's something else. It's 20 minutes long, so, you know. I would say a good 17 to 18 minutes of it is Kanye talking. Yeah, yeah. And probably about, surprisingly, only like 15% of that talking time is him talking about himself and how he's, you know. In the 98th percentile. <laughs> it's it's an IQ test. Yes. He had it done. Uh, who did he Who did he compare himself to? Tesla? Tesla and uh, what was the other one? Oh, I don't know. I, Tesla I, and it was another. Oh, Freud. Freud. That Freud. was it. Yeah. yeah. Freud. Yeah. The mm-hmm. guy that, you know, said we all want to kill our fathers because our fathers are having sex with our mothers. <laughs> <laughs> Look, okay, I'm sure a lifetime of cocaine abuse did nothing to his ninety-eight percentile brain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That guy was walking around with a full bag. Yeah. I don't wow. know. Yeah, I'm kinda of speechless. Uh Zach and I just watched the the uh Kanye Kanye visits the White House, I think is what what that should be officially titled. Oh boy, uh, it was it was something else. And I'm I'm let, let's just for you know full disclosure, I'm approaching the Conway Kanye situation as a guy that knows nothing about his music. Like I don't think I could name you a single Kanye West song. No, I've I've heard some of the stuff before. Um, there was one or two tracks I thought were okay. Uh, the production value is really good. I will give him that. Um, the lyrics and stuff like that, I've never heard anything on there that really moved me one way or the other. Uh, I think it's really stupid and overrated. Uh, Kanye, you're not a visionary. You're not even just in my book. Uh, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Well, um, so I I think the craziest thing uh, I love these notes that we took on here because it was just it was so necessary to remember everything that he said. Uh, he didn't vote for for Hillary. Now, now mind you, he loves Hillary. He he loves Hillary, uh, but he didn't vote for her because of the lack of male energy. Um, when he puts on that hat, mind you, the the make a great Amer- make America great again. He, he transforms into Superman. Now, now this is a direct quote from Kanye, <laughs> that he transforms into Superman when he wears that fucking red hat that costs one dollar at a dollar store, probably. Um, uh, because I, because it, it, uh, it what, what do you say? It's something about the male energy. I mean, it, oh, it, yeah, it was okay. The male energy thing. He said that he didn't vote for Hillary Clinton because it didn't make him feel like he was playing catch with his dad. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. what? Yeah, yeah. Uh, my goodness. Uh, yeah. Now, now, don't get me wrong. I would not have voted for Hillary either. Uh, but I'd have other reasons besides a lack of male energy. Um, that, that's ludicrous. That is absolutely ludicrous. It, and it wasn't just Hillary. It was the I'm with her movement. The I'm with her movement is what uh, I apparently 
decreased his, his testosterone and libido levels to the point where he couldn't get it up anymore, so he had to vote for Trump. Yeah, now they, okay, now keep in mind, we're, we're trying to translate Kanye to you in some type of chronological <laughs> or reasonable fashion. And oh, this, boy. Like, this is the less crazy version of what was said. And we can't even really grasp what it is. He was transitioning all over the place. I will say that the first time he spoke, it was the time he was the most popped up. And then, oh, yeah, absolutely. He was, mm -hmm. he was nearly shouting. Uh, there were some points where I was surprised he wasn't jumping up out of his chair. Yeah, and then uh, Trump kind of took over. He was like, this is so amazing. This is great. <laughs> Jim Brown, what do you think? And then I think Jim Brown maybe said three words of the sentence before Kanye started talking again. <laughs> but this time he was like calmer. He's definitely less crazy. Yeah, the the crazy was kind of taken out of him. Mm -hmm. um, but then he did say no, you know, no bullshit. He wanted to get the country. He wanted to get the country a core workout. He wanted to get onshore <laughs> to the core. Yeah, right, <laughs> which right. uh, not not just onshore, but to the core of the country. Yeah, uh, very pro Chicago. Um, I don't understand it from a political sense. I, it, you, you show me a year where where uh, Chicago goes, you know, Republican in a presidential election, and you'll see a very stunned look on my face. But uh, it seems like I, I don't know. I don't know if that was a political stun or if he's. I don't know what it is. Uh, much of the talk was about Chicago. Yeah, much of the talk. There was more talk about Chicago than there was white, the White House or D.C. Yeah, that's true. Uh, by far. I, I don't really know why. I think it was the only place that they mentioned. And, like, yeah. Kanye was talking about all the money that he made and the corporations that he dealt with. He named Casper. He named... Adidas. Adidas. And then he named... I can't... I didn't get the name at the time. But it was, he was talking to the guy about stop and frisk. He was Rahm Emanuel's right-hand man. Yeah. I, I didn't get the name because, you know. Well, one of them was the head of, head of the police. I don't know if it was a police commissioner. or I know I've seen this guy. Like, he has gray hair and I like the classic Chicago cop mustache. Like, this yeah. guy just looks like a Chicago cop when he stands up there. Um, and there's plenty of allegations against him. He's, he sounds like kind of a douche. But um, apparently, you know, I don't know if Kanye is just. I, I'd like to know if, if this is actually true, that Kanye is, you know having secret meetings, or not even secret, but, you know, behind closed door meetings with these these people and actually discussing, um, and they're taking his opinion for anything besides the ramblings of a crazy man, because that's what I heard for 20 minutes was the ramblings of a crazy man. Yeah. Uh, a that lot was of it, it, it's so weird. He was, he was jumping back and forth, and I'm sure, you know, I, I would love to I would love to see some kind of report from some kind of psychoanalyst out there. Uh, he mentioned being bipolar. I don't know if he was just saying that or if that's actually true because he, he seemed his thoughts were, were all up and down. Mm -hmm. uh, there's plenty of bipolar in my family, uh, so I could talk about that a little bit. But uh, from the things he was saying, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised. He, one one moment he was saying it was all about love and like we should all love each other. And this side should give a little, and this side should bend a little, and we're, we'll all see how malleable we are, I think is what he said. And then, like, five seconds later, he's saying about how the liberals have racism wrong, and I like totally pointing fingers. So he, he's just all over the place. Um, him and Trump, it, it's truly like a, a marriage of... of it's it's just a, a destined relationship. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> oh. Those two guys are, are so similar to each other. Yeah, they really are. It's like, I'm trying to, like, create, like, what do you call that? They, uh, it's not an idiom. I don't know. Um, you know, like a comparison, almost like a metaphor. There's another word for it. I can't, I can't remember what it is. We'll, we'll edit all this pausing out. Between who, Trump and Kanye? Yeah, they're like I'm. I'm like trying to think of something to compare them to. Like in my brain, I have like Icarus, like they flew too close to the sun and they're like wings melted. <laughs> okay, but like I'm like in my head, I'm like they're way too heavy to fly. Like, like what if their wings didn't melt? Their wings are like becoming stronger from going close <laughs> to the sun. Like 
<laughs> yes, exactly. It's almost like I'm picturing this uh, like an object that shouldn't be able to stay aloft, almost like a cartoon anvil. Yeah. Like, yeah. why does this thing fly? Like, it's yeah. the least aerodynamic thing. They're an anvil with wings. Yeah. They're, they're an anvil <laughs> yeah. with wings. And one that sputters, and they're, like, still floating. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, it'd be like seeing, you know, a, a 450-pound ice skater or something like that in the Olympics. Uh, I mean, it, it doesn't make any any sense how yeah. this is, actually has any momentum. It's, I'm, I'm really, cons- I, I don't, I don't, I don't get how you can get Kanye West and Donald Trump in the White House and they're actually, he's, one of them is actually a leader of the free world. <laughs> yeah, this, right. That feels like an episode of MTV Cribs or something. No, it, it really is a, a sitcom that's like unfolding before our eyes. I, I doubt, I doubt any of the people that I see on, on Facebook. I know I bring Facebook up a lot, but I, I really think that's a good gauge to, to see what people are talking about and how people feel about things. Uh, I see a lot of support of Kanye on there, and I, I really doubt that any of those people supporting him, any of the Republicans, have watched this interview uh, because it makes your party look like a joke. Uh, it, it's, it's horrid. It's absolutely horrid. There is, there is no talk about politics. There, there's, I mean, there's... It wasn't a pro-Republican speech in the least bit that Kanye gave. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a pro-president speech, uh, and the president happens to be a Republican, and it's a president that didn't call him a jackass after, you know, standing up and, and interrupting Taylor Swift at the Grammys <laughs> or whatever that was. But um, I, I don't know what that was. I really don't. It was a lot of, um, honestly, it reminded me of being in college. And uh, everybody kind of, you know, trying to, you know, think philosophically. And I don't know. Have you ever seen The Secret? Uh, no, but my mom was a big fan of it, so I know what it is. It's like power of positive picturing. Yeah, it's like uh, positive picturing and um, the law of attraction. Yeah. Basically, thoughts become things and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I think there is some, some truth to that. I do, too. I, I, I absolutely yeah. do think that. But you have, I think it's like, if you don't visualize the hard work to attain it and do the hard work to attain it, then yeah. it doesn't And visualize happen. the goal. Yeah. And, and the result. Yeah. Of that. I, I think there absolutely is some truth to that. And I think Kanye probably is, like a lot of rich people or successful people, a master of that. I, I won't doubt that. Um, mm-hmm. Some people are just lucky in and the I, way that they become successful. And I think that's the reason why. So something something like this just happened to me. Like, okay, like I went out to Los Angeles. And before I went out to Los Angeles, I was talking about how much I wanted to go to the comedy store. Yeah. Okay. And I wound up getting there, and it wound up being more convenient for me to go on one of the nights that I was there working. So I went with uh, another another guy, and he he just gave the guy. West Hollywood, take us to West Hollywood, and he didn't put it anywhere, and it literally dropped us off in front of the comedy store. Yeah, exactly. Like I had been picturing it so hard, I felt like I made it happen. Like I don't, and like that's crazy. You know what I mean? Like that's crazy to think that you could visualize something and make it happen. But the fact is that a Uber randomly dropped us off in West Hollywood right in front of the comedy store where it could have taken us anywhere in West Hollywood. Yeah. I mean, I mean this this dates back several centuries ago. Beethoven and, and uh, other historical figures have, have uh, spoken about the law of attraction. So it's not something that's new. Um, I think some people just master it better than other people. And I think that explains why this fucking anvil with wings is able to, to stay afloat because these guys just... They, they don't take no for an answer, and they really do think they're the fucking shit. And they don't have a single negative opinion about themselves. <laughs> they, they really don't. When Kanye says that, I mean, he said he talked about being in the 98th percentile on the IQ test, but then he said like it was a poor mark that he was in the top 75 fifth percentile on a certain test he took, and then he needed to improve. Oh, yeah. I mean, not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> come on, come on. Oh, so these guys are, are egomaniacs uh, who, who don't take no for an answer and think they are, are basically perfect. And Kanye said that they don't control me and that because racism is just an invisible wall. Yeah, right. 
Yeah. I mean, like, it truly was the rantings of a madman. Like, he was not connected to reality. No. At certain not points at all. in those things. <laughs> not like, at all. Which is okay. You know, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Okay. You know, but should you really be having a conversation with the president for 22 minutes? <laughs> and how? How did that happen is is the bigger question. How did that happen? I mean, before a maniac was, you know, not allowed into the White House. And now yeah. it just seems like we invite more and more. Well, that he's there to have lunch. He's yeah. Just as far as Trump is concerned, it's just a small talk with and lunch with two friends. And whether you like it or not, these two are special people. Yeah, special people. He always mm -hmm. says that. Special people. Well, I mean, I honestly, do you think that's sincere? Do you think Trump is being sincere in those moments? When he says those are special people? Mm -hmm. Absolutely, I do. 100%. <laughs> I'll tell you why. Because I think that more says about what he thinks about everyone else more than what, he's, what he thinks about Jim Brown and Kanye. Uh, I think he thinks that everybody is a fucking idiot that needs to be controlled. And he has these couple people that are on his exception list that, okay. that agree with him. And basically, you know, spent 22 minutes saying that this is the president and he should, you know, have the best jets and <laughs> he should have the best factories, I yeah. think he mentioned. Too, Trump right? factories, we'll call them. Because <laughs> yeah, you're a builder. Yeah, right, right. Called him a builder. Oh, mm -hmm. my goodness. Uh, it, it was just a big kiss-ass fest. Yeah. Uh, that was the other side of it. Yeah, then they said crazy motherfucker and, yeah. and hugged. Yep, yep. Uh, Kanye referred to himself as a crazy motherfucker, so thank you, Kanye, for taking the words out of my mouth there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. Just wow. Yeah. It, it was... Uh, it, originally, Zach and I were going to talk about this second or third, but after we watched it... Uh, there's no way I would have been able to talk about that anything else without talking about that first. That that was a that was insane. It was quite yeah. simply insane. Yeah, you really need to go watch it because I feel like it's gonna be captured in like a bunch of like Renaissance style art about the destruction of the American Empire. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's gonna be you know, I, I can't think of another historical painting that has the same significance that mm -hmm. that would, but uh the they're, Last they're, Supper, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's actually a good one. That's actually a very good one. The Last Lunch. The Last Nice Lunch. Yeah, the Last Nice Lunch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's perfect. That really is what it is. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. Except you'd, like, surround the table with a bunch of camera crews, because I don't think I heard a little camera mirror stop clicking the entire yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. So, I mean, obviously it was just a political stunt to, you know, get a powerful person of color in, in the, black, in the uh, White House. In the Black House? <laughs> in the White House. No, I was thinking, uh, every time I, I say a person of color and the White House, like, there's that social distortion song. What is that? Uh, don't, oh, I don't know. Don't, I think it's Don't Drag Me Down. And one of the lyrics from it is, uh, we're going to go to the White House and paint it black. Okay. And it's a song about, about racism. Okay. Of course, that came out 20 years ago when, you know, racism in a conventional sense was actually something that people were against. <laughs> uh, I heard this story, um, and I don't know how I could it true, but that there was a Canadian regiment that was participating in the invasion of Washington, D.C. back during the War of 1812. Sweet. And when the Canadians got down here, they freed a bunch of black slaves, and they were like, hey, do you guys want to come back across the river with us and burn the White House down? <laughs> and they were like, Hell yes, <laughs> Sign us up. Yeah. And I think I think that may have actually happened. But, you know. The White House was burned down it in was, 1812, yeah. right? And, yeah. yeah. It was burned down in the War of 1812. I don't know what year. Yeah. I think it was burned down in 1814, the year the war ended. Because I watched this thing on it. It was on, I don't know, Amazon Prime or Netflix. And... One of the uh, really good commanders of the British, his name might have been Cobb. He was killed very early in the war after an extremely successful campaign in which he was partnered with the Indian war chief, Hiawatha, I'm pretty sure. And Hiawatha was all about killing warriors only, and you don't, you'd be like, don't kill women, or whatever. Like, so there was like, and he saw the threat of like the Americans. Like, no, they're just wiping out one tribe at a time, and we're all pretending like it's not going to be all of us. So we better go all or nothing right now. 
right? So these two wind up going around like the Great Lakes area, uh, like where Michigan touches Canada and uh, New York touch Canada, and basically just whooping a bunch of ass for about <laughs> six months until <laughs> so this guy gets blasted. Because they sent in three American armies, and it's fucking what, eighteen twelve? That was an American invasion. Cell phones ringing, they're in the thing. Cell phones ringing. What were we just talking about? I'm sorry. Eighteen twelve. And... Oh, so Hiawatha and them are going around kicking a whole bunch of ass for about six months, and then then this guy gets shot, and then Cobb, I think his name is, and then the British put some other dude. Who's completely incompetent <laughs> and has no bravery like the other guy does. Like high up is uh, like you know whatever. We should, you're not a warrior. We should leave you at home with the women. You know stuff like that. Because <laughs> he's he's fucking old. He's like addicted to the, what's that called? Lidocaine. Lida. Yeah. 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 Or that painkiller that yeah. everybody was hopped up on back yeah. then. Uh and he won't leave his tent to go out and command the field. Like, he, like, just sits in his fort. He, like, won't commit to, like, an actual siege. And they wind up losing the war. Um, because of this incompetence, really. Yeah. And that was basically the downfall of the States. They stood no chance militarily after that. They never really did stand a chance militarily. Like, they would have needed an alliance with Britain. Yeah, mm -hmm. right. Uh, yeah, the eighteen the War of eighteen twelve is a fascinating. Uh, America knew in its its uh, country ship mm -hmm. basically has to defend itself again. <laughs> yeah, they they attack because yeah. of, because of the uh, the excuse that history always gives us in the books is that it was because they were what do they call that pressing people into the British Navy. Like if they came across an American ship and someone on it had a British accent, they would press them into the Navy. But they were also doing this to Americans, too. It was like the very... Because they had been at war forever. You know, because that's how Britain got things done back then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, you better shut up, or we're going to show up with about 50 <laughs> boats and blast everybody. And then instead of your flag, you'll have our flag. Yeah. You think you're going to trade anything? You're wrong. <laughs> Sail around, they'll steal all your stuff. <laughs> and they got a good army, too. They, I mean, as far as empires go. You know, and then we got to see how that one comes to an end, you know. So, like, follow the history book, and you'll just watch Great Britain go right down the toilet, and now it's America's turn. Yep. yep. America's next on the Empire Fall list. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everybody gets a turn on the bicycle. Mm-hmm. And we were talking, I know we were talking about it last week, but I, I 30 to 40 central banks have, like, got, like, 40% of the stock market in a few companies. And then I also learned another fact that most of these companies are like doing stock buybacks where they're buying their own stock, which is artificially manipulating the price. And now we're going to mention a hot button name. Karl Marx talked about how this would be fictitious capital. And I did read the Karl Marx Communist Manifesto and I have read Das Kapital. And like there are parts in it that are intellectual. Basically. Oh, absolutely, mm -hmm. yeah, especially in the manifesto. Mm -hmm. Yes. However, I would say that 80 to 90% of the manifesto is pure seething hatred. <laughs> <laughs> which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, which is awesome. Uh, yeah, I remember I, I read it too, because first of all, because it was short. Uh, yes. And I thought, that, you know... Uh, in high school, I was all about doing the littlest amount of work instead yeah. of, you know, any more work. Yeah, plus it's a little book, too. Like, yeah, you know. Yeah, it was it was kind of fun to read. Um, yeah, that that was a really good, that was a really good read, actually. It, it kind of <laughs> awoken something in me. But um, was that, did you read that in AP Economics? Because that's when I read that. No, I just no. read that. I read that at Badger of my own volition. It's one okay. of the only books I've ever read of my own. Yeah, right. It was it was an interesting one. Um, I don't read. Yeah, I read I read it in AP Economics, and I read something else by what's that guy Thomas Maynard Keys? Is that his name? He's I an know, economic. Yeah, I, I know he's like Thomas the father Maynard. of uh, of. Uh, Isn't it Keynes? I think there's two pronunciations: Keynes or Keys. Okay. Um, 
I think it's one of those kind of names that nobody really knows how you pronounce it. Um, but he's like the father of supply side economics. So he was like mm -hmm. all about, you know, tax breaks on, on companies and, and trickling down the, the trickling down the economy. Yeah. Totally right. rigging the system. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, I saw, uh, Chris Hedges on the Jimmy Dore show. And Chris Hedges, first of all, Jimmy Dore straight up just like is has like a mangasm for Chris Hedges the whole time. He's like it, he's like he's meeting one of his idols and he's just <laughs> he's just like agreeing with him on everything. It was it was really kind of cult like. Like the more I watch Jimmy Dore, I'm like, yeah, this guy is pretty cool, but you know, he's going a little too far sometimes. Like it's not always all about the military industrial complex. Not every issue goes back to it. I mean, you know, most of them do. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. But not everything. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to make it. That's like Kavanaugh confirmation. Kavanaugh is in. We were, for, for the record, the Soggy podcast accurately, accurately predicted that <laughs> these accusations would be little more than a speed bump on the way to the Supreme Court. Which is exactly what it turned out to be. Yeah. Like, come on. Do you think principle is going to win the day? Like, have you been watching? Yeah, that's the the good guys don't win anymore. Uh, and and whether or not you you agree with uh, Doctor Ford's allegations, um, I don't think you can call her the bad guy. Um, I, I know that things aren't always as simple as a good guy versus bad guy. But it's hard to look at Kavanaugh as anything but the bad guy. Yeah. yeah. After the way he handled himself um, in his opening statement, if nothing else, and then later in the... I mean, I still haven't watched the entire thing. Mm -hmm. who, who the fuck has time to do I, that? I did watch the entire Kavanaugh part. I did, okay, not, yeah. I did not watch the entire... Uh, right. Dr. Ford part. Dr. Ford part. I didn't watch any of the Dr. Ford part. Honestly. I watched her opening statement, and I watched, again, there was, you know, like, highlights type of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I just don't understand it. Uh, any argument I heard against Dr. Ford doesn't make any sense that she doesn't remember, you know, anything about it. She doesn't remember who gave her a ride to the party. That's part of the reason people don't believe her. Mm -hmm. uh, that's fucking ludicrous is what that is. Uh, is everybody supposed to remember every fucking detail? What did you have for dinner last night? Like, it took me, like, you know, 40 seconds to recall that. Like, are you shitting me right now? <laughs> this is why we don't believe her is because she didn't remember who gave her a, a ride to the party or where the party was exactly. Uh, this This was... 30 or more years ago. I mean, what what the fuck is that? Mm -hmm. I I don't know. I I don't know. I don't I don't know. It's too politically charged. I there's I there's no way I could believe anyone. Like No, and sure. I I don't to be to be honest. Uh I don't know who to believe. Uh there's parts of both stories that seem funny to me. Um <laughs> yes. There's parts of of both sides that that seem like they have something to gain. From that, uh, not Dr. Ford herself. I think Dr. Ford has, is basically a sacrificial doll in this whole thing. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> I think she's kind of been roasted. Uh, why exactly? I don't know. But I hope, you know, if, if it is somebody that put her up to this, I hope that she got, you know, reparations and some kind of... She'll probably get to sit on a bunch of boards. Yeah, right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And have her family set up forever, I hope. Then yeah. um, mysteriously overdose. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. Two and a half years from now. <laughs> yeah. Um, dangerous is, is what I call mm. this this uh, confirmation. Uh, dangerous for more than one reason. I mean, that not just the political reason, but also the social um, social repercussions from this. I think a lot less women now are going to come forward with any accusations. Accusations because they see that doesn't matter yeah and they see what somebody has to go through to not get anywhere yeah right so i i really think it's disgusting and, and horrible i i really do um yeah it's it's bad like i'm trying to like let's pick out let's pick out a ray of sunshine here on the soggy podcast for a minute <laughs> so we don't off ourselves before we get to the end <laughs> what has good where has good been what is good? I, I I don't know. 
yeah. I, I mean, anything that's good right now, I think, could be characterized as a distraction. Um, anything in society, in society, at least. I mean, in our own lives, we have our things. You, you know, yeah. You have a daughter, and mm-hmm. you know, I have a girlfriend and a family who you know are awesome. Yeah. But I mean, there's there's all that stuff, which is great, but. Um, as as far as society goes, I can't point to a whole lot of good. And I think your intention was so that I don't off myself. But I think this kind of has the opposite effect. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Coming back down to earth on the soggy podcast. I I just got a little sad there. I went into it a little soggy. Well, <laughs> I just got all sogged up. Oh my goodness gracious. The the world is is fucked. So oh yeah, I think speak speaking of fuck, uh Taylor Swift at the American Music Awards. Yeah, uh how do you like that? Uh first of all, the American Music Awards were a total piece of shit this year. Um political correctness over the top. Over the top. Um I you know, I, that's all I'm gonna say. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna touch this one anymore. Uh but that's all I'm gonna say. Oh boy, it, it really was, it really was a fucking ruse, is what it was the entire time. Okay. Uh, and they're not even trying to hide the fact that the most talented person isn't winning awards. Um, they they open they open the AMAs with the Taylor Swift performance. That fucking sucked. <laughs> it really sucked. I I will give her one thing: she did not lip sync. Um, because no one would lip sync to a, a track that's completely out of tune and, and horribly. Uh, balanced. Uh, it, it was bad. Uh, so I'll give her a little credit there. Um, right after that performance, they just mentioned how she has a chance to uh, become the most uh, winningest American uh, Music Award. Oh my goodness! And uh, from there on, she they they announced the first category of which she is nominated. She wins. And she gives a big speech about how, and not a big speech, all right, but let's be fair here. At the end of her speech, she mentions something about how people need to get out and vote because it's the last day in a lot of states to register. The night proceeds for two hours of her winning award after award after award after award. <laughs> uh, every award she was nominated for, she won, uh, which was most of the awards in the night. Um, it, it was absolutely ridiculous. Um, but you know what? It it was pretty obvious that it was all fucking ruse to to push a political uh, agenda down everyone. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I think that the uh, the left is going to lose huge. Like the, the they the problem is they they think that they're the good guy. Yeah, they they really do, mm-hmm. uh, and they're. They're coming off as as pretentious and um, condescending. Yeah, and just just douchey. Completely out of touch. Yeah, and that mm-hmm. that's what happens. I mean, uh, I was just I was just talking to to my girlfriend about this that I I have a coworker that uh, he's he's a nice guy and I get along with him, but he he's he wants to use like this big <laughs> these big words and like this big vocabulary. And he's a nice guy, and I think he has really good intentions. But I'm fucking selling doors to rednecks who can barely fucking spell their own names. And, like, he's using these huge words with them. And he comes off as such a fucking douchebag. And, like, when we talk to each other, it's fine. Because, you know, I always took vocab classes Mm -hmm. in in high school. And I always was kind of a fan of of that kind of stuff and, you know, using fancy, stupid words. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I realized, you know, as as years went on and I, you know, spent, you know, over a decade being a salesman, that not everybody responds to that. And, like, you kind of have to cater to people, um, which is, I think, what the Democrats are horrible at doing. Uh, And that's why this is failing so much Mm -hmm. is because we're basically doing what my coworker is doing, using all this fancy lingo to, you know, a fucking contractor who's trying to buy a patio door. And the thing he literally sent in, in the email, I mean, it was just riddled with all these, these big words and these fancy ways of putting things. And then uh, he spoke about uh, the install price on a patio door. And he said, um, 
I know the the install price is a little high, so I, I hope I'm I hope I'm not taking you aghast. He said. Oh <laughs> and my I'm God. reading this like this guy is a 45 year old uh, contractor who you know. I'm not saying anything. Anything is wrong, with contractors. I mean, you have to be a freaking math whiz to be a contractor or a mm -hmm. good one. Mm -hmm. uh, so don't get me wrong. I'm not speaking to their intelligence level at all. But to think it's appropriate to use that kind of lingo with with somebody coming off the street who's driving a pickup truck and, and trying to pick up a patio door, it's it's out of touch, which mm -hmm. is exactly what the Democrats are doing. Uh, they're talking to the U.S. public. The U.S. public, like, it's intelligent. <laughs> and I think that's a big mistake. Uh, I feel like they've baked a righteous cake and yeah. they're force-feeding it to everyone. Right. Telling them that if you don't like the way that this tastes, you're a racist. Right. And exactly. It, and it's made with sand instead of flour. Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, and back to the AMAs, that's exactly what uh, Billy Eichner and, and Catherine Hahn did in, in their speech later. Uh, they were just presenters of an award, and they were totally given a platform, which, by the way, I mean, the AMAs can cut these people's mic. They can go to commercial break. They don't have to let Billy Eichner uh, fucking lecture everybody for two minutes on how uh, if, if, uh, if, you know, human rights issues are important to us, get out and vote. If uh, equality is important to us, get out and vote. If um, you know, I heard, I heard the sound clip. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 fucking ridiculous. Um, and don't get me wrong, I I'm all for equality and, and all that stuff. And you know, I'm more liberal than I am conservative. Definitely, I will side with you know usual liberal social mm -hmm. you know opinions. Definitely, like I'm not you know I'm not going to judge anybody. Or, or I'm I'm definitely pro equality. Don't get mm -hmm. me wrong, but. When somebody is given a microphone and get and a stage to present an award, that's not an appropriate venue to voice your political opinions. And you have just done the opposite of okay. what you're trying to do. I always felt like, okay, I, I know what you feel. Like there was a certain uh psychology teacher at the uh high school that we attended. Oh, I wanna say his name. Can I say his name? <laughs> I think you know who we're talking about. <laughs> I never got along with him. I never had one of his classes, but hey, him and I always had this. I can't even remember what he said to me one time about my beard. And I was just like, don't fucking talk to me. <laughs> but not his name. All right. All, all right, right, right. Right. But we we <laughs> uh, Anyway, you were saying? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I. He used to use his classroom as a political platform. Yeah, that's a good teach. example. Yeah, yeah. Like you are totally abusing your position. Like it is that you're like, I feel like whenever you start to pick up an ideology, it makes you blind to anything outside of your ideology. Yeah, yeah. Like, and you like you like default to this fundamentalist idea when like there's no real reason that you should support that because believe it or not, like. These, these metaphysical idea things that we have, there's no way to prove if anyone's actually right or not because it's just an idea of a concept. Yeah, right. And it's all about perspective. So... Well, and I, I think that that idea is exactly why things like fake news are, are allowed to exist uh, because people are so... They're so attached to their ideologies and they're so convinced that they're right that they'll accept any fucking biscuit that you're willing to feed them uh, as long as it, you know, agrees with it's the right basic. flavor. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, it's 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 dangerous. And back to the AMAs, uh, I saw that uh, ratings were down this year uh, big time. I could never find, though, a uh, a liberal bias news source that said that. So I'm not sure if that's actually true or not. I mean, and, and who does? We, none of us have any of this fucking technology to record ratings. 
I mean, we're just kind of accepting what, what, what they're telling us. There, so, <laughs> According um, to Nielsen, yeah. it was 100% legitimate all <laughs> yeah, the time. Right. And it has been forever. Yep. Um, unquestionably. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And there could be, even if that is accurate, there could be a million different reasons. Like I said, they sucked for more than a political reason. Uh, they just fucking sucked in general um, from a music standpoint. Yeah, art is dead, man. Yeah, it really is. It it really is. Uh, mm -hmm. It was it was so obvious that art was dead and that uh, favorites were being picked in the night and uh, basically the same poor people were being um, had a camera on their face in the audience the entire time. Mm -hmm. um, well, those are the four that they can sell. Yeah, that's the that's the four products that whoever is actually running that show decided that they were going to go with this flagship tonight. Right. And that's who they're going to push for the next six months, and then they're going to generate this much income over the next two quarters, and blah 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 blah. Yeah, like there's no, they're like, okay, maybe there's an artist there, but like if the people like running the thing can't package it, quantitize it, and sell it, like they don't give a fuck at all. Yeah, like they don't care how bad it is. Like if they can package it and sell it, they'll sell it. Right. Um, which is how you get. Mumble rappers with forty tattoos on their face. Oh yeah, he was he was one of them. That that one big night. Um, what, what's his name? Post Malone. Um, nah, nah. I I don't. You know, nah. That's that's not good music. And I'm, I'm sorry, it's yeah. just not good music. It's auto tune. Yeah, it's it's marketable. Um, which which should offend you even more that that it's not good music, but. Uh, I, I think, you know, the the more interesting point from the political aspect is um, the GOP doesn't have to play these games to get votes. No. They, they really don't. They don't have to go on TV and, and basically um, take over a broadcast and, and uh, guilt people into voting. They, they mm -hmm. really don't, which is... Yeah. Which is why if, if they do lose big in, on November 6th, um, that would be the reason because GOP voters, nobody's tricking them into voting. They mm -hmm. already know that they're going to vote and they know how they're going to vote. Uh, and they're already registered to vote. They're prepared to vote. Yeah. Um, what, what scares me is the possibility of like the Christian right takeover. That's what scares me about the Republicans because we were just, we were just talking about earlier. Like I wanted to put in a prediction. Like I, I think that the GOP is going to crush it. In November, I think they're going to fucking smoke the Democrats. I don't know if they'll get to the two-thirds majority. Like, I think with what we, they are at 235 today, 290. So that's five, 55 seats they need yeah, to win. Yeah, I think that was it, yeah. That's a lot of seats. But yeah. I mean, there, I mean, look at how bad the Democrats are. Like, they couldn't beat Donald Trump. And, like, everybody that still supports Donald Trump is out there. And the problem is they've been crying wolf for two years now. They've been saying, he's going to ruin the country. But it's been two years. The country's not ruined. Yeah. Like, right. He is ruining it. Yes. But like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, let's, you know, time travel 20 years in the future. Yeah. I'm sure we'll be singing a different tune. But yeah. uh, right now, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, you can't see through the chrome finish yet. You know? Yeah. Um, it's one of those plastic chromes. It's just kind of on there with a... Uh, like a heat gun. Yeah, it's all fake. Uh, I think, you know, I think we've talked about this, and I've seen the reports, all, uh, too, that his tax breaks will only be sustainable for, like, two years, and then after that, we'll actually end up paying more mm -hmm. uh, than when the tax breaks come came. Uh, th that just perfectly sums up this entire administration. It's, it's fake for a, a quick, immediate gain, and uh, they're going to attach themselves to that for as long as they can, which I have a feeling is going to be probably a while um if not longer but um weakness everywhere in the democrats and i think oh we, definitely i think we need to uh mention our, our friend pocahontas who we talked oh. about our, <laughs> in the first week um, oh yeah elizabeth warren has you know finally you know uh people have been asking her to get the dna test since 2012 and uh what is it, six years later, she finally gets it done. She went down to Maury's office. <laughs> yeah, her buddies over at Stanford uh, did the test on her, which I'm, I'm sure was unbiased, and, and all the all the results were legitimate. Mm -hmm. uh, they did find that she has uh, Native American blood at least six to ten generations back. Um, that's a lot. Yeah, that's not any gain for Elizabeth Warren. Uh, <laughs> 
the one thing that she can do is because, you know, Trump is so stupid and makes so many promises uh, and said something about when, when they have, you know, the debate or something or when they're both on stage, he's going to throw a DNA test at her. Uh, and be careful not to injure her with it. <laughs> uh, and if, if she takes the DNA test and she shows up with any uh, Native American blood, that he's going to donate a million dollars. Uh, it was it a million? Was it only a million? He shouldn't even be arguing. So I think it was only a million dollars uh, to a uh, charity of her, of of her, her choice. choice. Okay. Uh, that's the one point of righteousness she gets to point to with this thing because... A bet's a bet, and uh, he said if there was any blood there that he would do this. Uh, mm -hmm. Trump, pay up. Uh, you you <laughs> lost that bet. I'm sorry. Now, you lost the bet, but you still won the war. Mm -hmm. You this, certainly this, did. This fucking idiot claimed she marked herself as a minority for nine years. Wow. For nine years, okay? Having six to ten generations, let's give her the benefit of the doubt and say it's six generations back. Having native blood, in 120 here. years. Yeah, yeah, that's fucking ludicrous that you would claim to be a minority with having a relative at least 120 years back. That's her father's 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 father. Yeah, that's that's insane. That's that's Kanye insane is what that is right there. Um, she doesn't come out ahead on this. No, no. no. Uh, now, you know, it, it sounds like uh, in her home state of, what, what the fuck is she from, Maryland? Somewhere uh, Massachusetts. The, Massachusetts. I always get those fucking mm -hmm. New England states confused. Uh, it doesn't sound like there's any chance of her losing her seat. Uh, so it's no. not it's not a risky move for her. But I think it makes the Democrats, again, look so hip, oh, hip, they, it's a hypocrisy. They have no, the Democrats have no one that's tough. Like, I've never seen anyone tough. In the Democrats, like except for Bernie, I will say mm -hmm. Bernie when when he disagreed with somebody. Now he's like the old man that's like yelling from his yard about you throwing <laughs> the frisbee, frisbee in his yard. But still, a, like there's there's a there's an aspect to him that's that's uh, yeah, he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't fuck around. And when he gets pissed, he gets pissed. And it, well, that's not true. That's yeah. not true. Yeah, right. <laughs> Absolutely, he, he does call it the way he sees it. Okay. But I, I agree. I mean, he's he's basically being stifled his entire career. He's not he's not the mouthpiece of the Democrats. That's no, for sure. no, he's not. I don't know. I don't know what Bernie is. I'm. I don't know what anything is out there. It's just it's all craziness. Like Kanye West in the President of the United States in a 25 minute press conference. <laughs> in reality, yeah. And it, it was news. When Jared Kushner was there, and Jim Brown was there, and about a hundred photographers and reporters were there, asking stupid questions. Yeah, as we watched the Republic, so they're like throwing the last logs of it on the fire <laughs> <laughs> and warming themselves to it in the Oval Office. Yeah, fake. All fake. It's, it's completely fake. What do you call that when it's like a, a fake shine? Put they put a shine on it, but it's not not real. It starts with P. Patina. Yeah, patina. Mm -hmm. They actually said Says, that. Yeah, in, yeah. Uh, yeah. Kanye said patina. Yeah, yeah. That that was too perfect. Mm -hmm. uh, we're polishing a turd. Oh, it's not. <laughs> we're polishing a turd. We're I, putting lipstick on the pig. I just whatever, don't see a way out. Like the the stock market's up eight thousand points since he took over as president of the United States. There's so many things that you can point to that are going well that it's it's hard to, and don't get me wrong. I mean, I think any reasonable person would realize it has nothing to do with him. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, probably something to do with him because all of his corporate buddies are basically making moves that they know they can illegally make with, with him in office. Yeah, you live in purity. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I think it does have something to do with him, but oh, at the same time, it's... I, I don't know. Uh, I You know, I read some statistic, and I may have mentioned this before, but I don't even remember what the exact number was. But I think all these jobs that he's created, like 70% of them were, were below the poverty line or, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they're not the good jobs. the vast majority. It was all shit jobs that nobody wants. Mm -hmm. And they're like, this week, you know, he's saying this number that's not real, that's not counting correctly, that's it's just, just not good. And 
it's all bullshit, and this whole thing is gonna come crashing down like fucking meteor. And I don't think it's gonna be very long until that happens. Like I'm saying, inside of ten years, okay? Like I'm telling you, Zach's Zach's Empire Falls, Spidey sense, bipolar nature is like it's gonna happen. Like I feel like <laughs> the whole world coming down around me in the next six months to a year. I don't know, but that's pretty normal for me. I go on like two, I go on like two year cycles of being like. Well, if if you predict the collapse of civilization often enough, I mean, you're gonna be right. <laughs> yeah, <eventually. laughs> like you know, how many dates do I get? You know, I'm. I don't know. I think two years. Two years is a long time. Like what? It's 2018 right now. We're gonna get to 2020. I don't know. I feel like by 2022, something really bad is going to happen. 2022? Yeah. And 2020 might be, because they always say hindsight's always 2020. Yeah, you that's going to be an interesting year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hindsight's like how much mental energy is behind the fact that, man, shh, if we only knew about that terrible crap before it happened, <laughs> <laughs> we could have avoided it. But hindsight's 2020. <laughs> just, okay, yeah, I get that you're talking about you know, spectrum of vision, but you're also saying a number. And we were just talking about law of powerful picturization. I don't know. I believe that shit. Like, I don't like that spooky, weird aspect of it where it's just going to happen like magic. I don't, like, think that's real. But, like, I don't know. Like, if you work toward that, it'll happen. Yeah, well, I, and even in that documentary, uh, which... I really, yeah, yeah, I, I think there's a lot of truth there. But even in that documentary, they don't, they don't claim that any of it's going to appear out of thin air. Uh, they basically say that the universe is going to give you opportunities and you have to take advantage of those opportunities, uh, which I think is 100% true. I mean, mm -hmm. every, every decision we make in our lives has either consequences or, or benefits. Mm -hmm. Um, I think a lot of us, uh, especially in our generation, <laughs> the lazy generation, um, I don't think we truly appreciate how many opportunities come knocking at the door on you know a, a daily basis. Um, because I think there is a lot of them in just the, the smallest decision that we make, whether we're making the right decision or the wrong decision, it's impossible to know. But um, I don't know. You know, we, we've made some choices that have benefited us and probably some choices especially in the past that have been detrimental you know but uh if you seize every opportunity that comes your way i think it i think it does play you know yeah play out the way you want it to build up a momentum yeah um well <laughs> i don't know normally we cover the bears and and how badass they were, but I didn't see the game. I didn't see the Miami game. Yeah, I didn't see much of it either. I think I saw the opening couple of drives, um, which looked pretty pathetic. The defense was completely quiet the entire night, which was disappointing. Yeah, I uh, I I have it on TiVo, but like it won't fucking play without it pausing. So like it'll take me six hours to like wait for it to load, and I'm like fuck that. Yeah, that's not nice. happening. Uh, the excuse I keep hearing is about you know how hot it was. Mm -hmm. which, yeah, whatever. Oh, it was hot. Yeah, I mean sometimes the Super Bowl is in Miami. It's freaking. Yeah, you know, I remember the last night the Bears were in Miami for a Super Bowl. And yeah, fucking blew it. Right, exactly. I mean that's football. If you can't, you know, mm -hmm. condition yourself to play in eighty degree weather, then what the fuck are you playing yeah. for? Stop it. The heat index was a hundred for the humidity. Yeah, that sucks. That's yeah, football. Sucks for you. Yeah. Get out there, you fucking pussy, and stop dogging it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I was actually wondering that when the game first came on, like, if they hang around the city, if they acclimate themselves to the weather. Mm -hmm. Like, because if that coaching staff is letting them fucking sit, sit inside in the air conditioning, they're not doing anybody any favors, that's for sure. And that's the. <laughs> that's the ending bell. Yeah. That's <laughs> the coffee part telling us, you know, wrap it up. <laughs> All right. Well, that's uh, you know the latest in political depression here on the Saki podcast. I think it's more funny than it is depressing. Yeah, it that, is. That's going to be the ray of sunshine in, in this podcast. It's oh, more funny than it is. It depressing. is. It is more funny. Like we've got to make it more funny than it is depressing. Because if we focus, I'm sorry. Tonight I was just focusing on the depressing. I don't know what my. Not at first was. you weren't. Not at first. Not, you weren't. No? We we had a good laugh about Kanye. Oh yeah, we did. That, that was very funny. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next time, America. Bye.